Hi folks and welcome to the second half of an episode 28 of The Sweet Spot on a Farm. If you haven't listened to the first part of my interview with Ray Cunningham, the co-founder of our local mental health charity Mind Your Mate and Yourself, then I suggest you go back and catch it first. If you just randomly tuned into one of our episodes and never listened to this podcast before, you probably have no idea what to expect. The Sweet Spot on a Farm is a podcast about natural health. I interview natural health and fitness professionals, organic farmers and food producers, and anyone whose business is to support our overall health. We cover topics like organic farming, herbalism, training, natural therapies, and we also talk about food and share plant-based nutritious recipes that support our body. This episode is all about the inner health and the care for oneself, and it's the second half of my interview with one amazing human being whose name is Ray Cunningham. Enjoy. So, yeah, so I believe that, you know, one of the, the, the most important things that the world needs now more than ever is forgiveness. Um, and I have found it, I said earlier on, that I don't feel, I have no bad feeling towards anybody. And um, now there's some personalities that I don't agree with or don't particularly, you know, think, you know, views and stuff like that that I don't particularly agree with, which is fine. Um, but if somebody upsets me, you know, it could piss me off for a short period of time get my language but just let it go um the reason i let it go because if i don't who does it affect it affects me you know so and uh, my friend tom and something we work on in our courses is, is forgiveness is just so important and i find it very easy to forgive people after i've established that skill learned that skill first for myself forgiving myself forgiving myself for not being there when my brother needed me Forgiving myself for some of the awful things that I've done in my family, loved ones, you know, people that care about me. And it's probably bridges early on. I've burnt so many bridges of some real good people, you know, and um but I forgive myself for that. Now that took time. And um like where I'm at in my life now has has taken time to get here. But being able to forgive people, for being able to forgive myself, it's easy for me to forgive other people. And it's easy for me to see um, you know, have a good understanding why people may do the things that they do. Trauma is, you know, it's it really, for us, is the root of everything, you know. Um, through experiencing trauma within our lives, you know, we then go on out into life and, and um, choose either, you know, healthy way, healthy methods to um, to deal with the pain or unhealthy methods. But forgiveness, I believe, is something that um, the world is definitely, you know, could benefit hugely from if we all establish that you know something really interests me as well is that um how we talk how we talk to ourselves how we talk with other people and what we listen to um and um a friend um, uh, it was actually tom my um, therapist as well years ago he helped me understand what gossiping actually is so what gossiping, gossiping what we believe is is actually us projecting our own unhappiness by saying did you hear about such and such down the road and she's sleeping with him or she's doing that or she lost her job she didn't pay her mortgage she did did, did whatever and um, what that's really doing is me projecting my own unhappiness onto the other person me really saying to you that 
my life is that miserable. My exactly. life is really horrible. Totally. Yeah. You know? I've believed this mm-hmm. for years. Gossiping kills three people. It kills the person that you're talking about a little. It kills the person that's listening to it a little. And it kills the person that's saying it. It kills me a little. And that's something now that I've been very mindful of how I speak with other people, how I speak with myself. And um, it's really powerful. I speak with this quite often. I- Ikea, you know the furniture manufacturer? Um, um, Ikea did this advert. It was really, really cool. It regard bullying. And it was helping t- children understand the impacts of it. So a lot of the stuff that I'd be really interested in, one of the doctors I follow is a guy, Dr. Bruce Lipton, who's a cellular biologist from... America, just really cool, cool stuff he, he, he does. And on the basis of his work and the basis of quantum physics, it shows that everything in life is energy. We're all made up of energy. We're all connected, whether we like it or not. This is physics now has a proven this, and, and um, um, uh, cellular biologists now are saying science is catching up with what spiritual teachers have talked about for years. So they did this study and had two large plants and they were encased in a glass housing and they were say five five feet apart and the the students had we recording devices and they spoke in like this i suppose recording they spoke into the recording device and said like you're fat you're okay you're not enough you know who would like to be who would want to spend time with you put that in with one plant and that played for a month okay just repeat it and the other one you're beautiful you're you're enough you're loved you're lovable we love you and that repeated for a month this was a month the plant the first scenario where negative things were said towards the plant within a period of a month that plant died the other one it thrived this is ikea publicly doing things like this now so the basis of that was what i took from that was was showing the power of, of of our words energy so when i when i'm with somebody that's might be in a great place within their life I help them understand um, what they are, uh, how they are talking to themselves, how they are talking to other people, and what they're listening to, and how all of those things alone can have an effect on their state of being. Where we can think, it's because of that job, or because I didn't get that car, or because the relationship breakup is why I'm feeling the way I am. Could they have added to it? Possibly. But if you practice, um, if your life becomes a practice of speaking well to yourself, Speaking well of other people, like speaking well of other people, such a lovely thing to do. But unfortunately, in society today, with you know, we wish people all the luck in the world, but not more luck than me. For me, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's um, our, our people in this country want to see you doing well, but not better than them, you know. Um, so that for me was like even that thing I've seen some similar like that for a long time, but. When I seen a kid on it, thought it was very impactful. It was talking about the, the you know the effects of bullying, but for me, it's like how do we talk to ourselves? So if we're talking negatively, you know yourself. You're talking negatively to yourself or other people. It's it sucks the life out of you, you know. And you're talking bad of somebody else. You just you can taste it in your mouth, and then the stuff you're listening to. If you if you're somebody that listens to the news all day, and you can't understand why you're in a bad place in your life, turn the news off. You know, turn it off few suggestions that I'd make for people right now is don't listen to the news. Never ever once came across somebody that says, just finished watching the six o'clock news, I've jumped up out of my sofa, and I'm going to go out and change the world. That was so inspiring. It doesn't inspire us. It sucks the life out of us. 
it's easy to turn around and say, well, you're not really, you know, you're avoiding what's going on in the world, then you're burying your head in the sand. Look out into your community and you'll see what's going on in the world. You know, we are very much involved with what's going on in the world, with what's really happening within the world. Turn the news off when it comes on, the radio. Um, like I was watching, I was listening to Radio 2 there a couple of weeks ago, and they were talking about happiness. Really, I couldn't believe it was in Radio 2. And the woman actually talked about turning off the news when it came on. This is Radio 2. I thought this was brilliant. Do you know what? I, I have to say this totally works because I haven't really... I just want peace and quiet. Yeah. I don't want to listen to that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, I stopped reading newspaper as well. I mean, I would occasionally watch the news just to, to catch up on what's going on. Mm. But you're... You're right. Like just, just observe what's mm. what's happening around you, and you, you don't even need to watch the news. And yes, it does put you often in a really bad place. I mean, I've been feeling so much more positive since I stopped watching TV all the mm -hmm. time. I actually there was a period of time when I lived without a TV, and I was really happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm quite happy not yeah. having a TV. <laughs> it's it works for me, but yeah, no, you're you're totally right in regards to them talking well about people you know i believe in karma mm -hmm. and i do firmly believe that uh, what goes around comes around mm -hmm. and if you do talk badly about yourself or other people it will come back to you and bite you in the bum yeah it does like and and um uh, quantum physics is the most validated science in the world there's none more factual based than quantum physics Quantum physics are now proven what you've just said. It's karma, or serendipity. You know, you ever thought about somebody next thing the phone you you see them, and they that's their relationship when they talk about everything's connected. You know, like um, I say, I'm not religious, but I um, believe in um, some amazing teachers that have been here before me. Um, I'm not saying I'm amazing amazing teacher, but I'm saying some amazing people that have been here before, be it Jesus, you know, and and Martin Luther King and some amazing people. You know, but then, you know, one of Jesus is one of his many quotes you can be all that I am, and much more if you just believe. My interpretation of that is you can be all that I am, and much more if you just believe in yourself. In yourself, you know, and for me, when I've, when that sort of, you know, was a friend um, explained that to me one time, and it was just, wow, that's what I believe that he. But if everyone. In the world, believed that they believed in themselves and believed that their full capabilities would be much less dependent on other people, much less depending on our health service, I suppose, who do amazing work. But if we totally believed in ourselves, I believe there would be much less um, ill health, no question about it. But we're in a uh, an environment today where everything's about selling, marketing, buying. You know, there's no or very little money, and if you know everyone's going around growing their own vegetables, and you know finding ways to reduce their stresses and and becoming much more healthy and independent. This the whole this whole thing, uh, the first few years in the charity, I was so focused on helping other people and focused on fixing other people, and and then and wasn't putting myself first even through doing the early days of therapy, and um, so I wore myself very thin. So quickly, it was very, I'm very grateful to know that um, I needed to look after me in all scenarios. If, if you look after yourself primary and focus on being the best version of yourself and want to strive to always be, you know, better, um, it, it's very exciting. 
people can't help but want to be around that. Okay, so people can't help but want to be around that. And um, the, business, the whole business thing, everything else comes easy, you know, because success um, attracts success. People want to be around that, you know. So there are so many byproducts of looking after yourself. And, and Bruce Lipton, the, 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 the doctor, says the more we focus on our own self-care, the more we, the more life will open up to us. The more we'll be able to support our children. If we are in a better place ourselves, no matter what they throw at us, we can cope with it. We don't go and bury our head in Facebook or bury our head in a bottle of wine. We can cope with it. Obviously, we could see around the world that if you wanted to get involved, and there's so much chaos going around the world, you know. And um, a lot of these guys would talk about it's, it's at that point almost we're tipping over into a new world. You know, where forgiveness does become a priority, you know. And if you look hard enough, which you don't even have to look hard, but if you look, you will see so much amazing stuff been doing, being done around the world. So many amazing people doing amazing things. You know, if the news would focus on that, you know, there's so many more good things going on in the world today than bad, I believe. And um, if we can just take our attention there, you know, and focus on that for a period of time. You know, it just becomes really, really cool. So as, as tough as what the environment can be at times for us in here, if people buy into it, they their life can be anything they want it to be. You know, and that is really exciting. So this area of mental health, if you like, it can be looked upon as, don't want to go there, don't want to talk there, but if you do, it's like, um, it's like not wanting to go to the gym and you know you really need to. When you go and you give it a go and you stick at it, and then you're like, Frig, that's made a massive difference in my life. And, and I can fit into these jeans now, and you know, does my bum look good in these, and all of that sort of stuff. The self, your self-esteem, your level of accomplishment there is really, really, you know, increased. You know, so it's the same with this whole understanding what health actually is once we grasp that and then what we are capable of as a, as a, a human being. Um, it becomes really, really, really special because the people like Martin Luther King, you know, Nelson Mandela, geez, those people got it. You know, they really got it. There was a study done recently on the 50 most financially successful people in the world. Now, I don't determine somebody as successful as somebody has loads of money, but in this scenario, the study was about why are those people different than the rest? Or what makes those people different to the rest? Or, you know, what characteristics they have that's different to the rest? So the thing was, there was two things, two overriding things, okay? And one was their um, morning routine, what they did in the morning, set themselves up for the rest of the day, okay? And the second thing was, optimism they believed that things would work out for them you know they believed that things would work out for them and um, and it always did Tanya and I have this thing which is really special that you know if something happens that um, pops up for instance we would like nudge each other and say look kid it always works out for us you know something number seen within the charity or within business we would always say kid it always works out for us and you know what it always does every time it always does it may not work out in the way that we have thought, but on reflection, we're like, Frig, we'll learn so much more from that there. Um, and the big thing for me was, uh, that helps me do what I do, is my, my network of friends, family. I have two amazing, pretty amazing sisters. They're really, really class. My eldest sister, Rosaline, who started the charity, one of the founders as well, is just an amazing woman. And my young sister Laura's just got a both of them heart of gold, but you know Laura's heart of gold, and 
don't ever say anything bad about me in front of Laura. <laughs> um, and um, my mum's just somebody that just, like, my mum has lost her son and her husband in the last sort of 10 ish years, and you know, just is such an inspiration. Two great brother in laws, brilliant guys, and um, my brother in law Connor um, has always um, been there for me, always supported me, and always told me what I needed to hear rather than what I wanted to hear. And um, my other brother in law Shane is a real special guy, um, again, a lovely fella, um, and um, it's just a joy to be with. And um, um, two nieces, Rosa who's an absolute handful, who's an amazing girl, and learned so much from her, you know, as a child, like, just learn. And um, my wee niece, Leila, who's my sister's wee girl, who's 25 days older than our daughter, and my, um, my name, wee Finn, who's, who's, who's a wee miracle, who just changed our family's lives when he came along. He's 10 now. Such a, just amazing kid. And um, Tanya's family as well has been, you know, really instrumental for me. I suppose the biggest one is that without doubt has been Tanya and um, you know, learned how she has developed into a mother, it just blows my mind when you know, I'm very I know all the stuff and I think, you know, and I read all the books and listen to all the things, but how she applies that with our daughter is just blows my mind, you know, and you know, a daughter waking up with having a daughter beside us is you know, and, and it's just it's just gives you goosebumps every day, you know, it's really, really amazing. The reason why I'm saying this is that I literally wanted to, I said, I literally wanted to die for a majority of my life. And I had all these amazing things. Like, family were always there, but I couldn't see it. I was so self-absorbed, you know, in all my own, you know, things. And, and I just had, I was never able to sort out the, you know, growing up with my father's illness. I was never able to sort that stuff out until I was, lost my brother. And um, you know, somebody that I miss every day. You know, he's just an amazing man and my dad just two amazing guys, but they're with me. They're here. One's on my left shoulder and one's on my right, you know, and pushing me on. So I'm very fortunate to have those amazing people. I know and, and you know, I always had my family but just where I was with my my own illnesses and my own issues, I just could never really appreciate that, you know. I appreciated my mum some days for me forty times about nothing. You know, but uh, it's important for me that I, I um spend time with her. So what what I'm saying is that there's so much in our life to be grateful for. You know, if it is even if I don't have family, it can even be our breath. If we can build on the things that we were grateful for, if we can actually take a step back and say, you know what, you know, I have a bed to sleep in. You have a roof over my head. Those wee things, starting small. And be remind remind ourselves of them daily and consistently, they result in joy and happiness and respect and confidence and all of that just flows from there when you actually see that my life isn't that bad, you know, and it can be just wonderful if you allow it to be. There's nothing I can add to that. To be perfectly honest, you just said it all, really. <laughs> I guess that just leaves um the sort of more uh, practical information about running a charity because you uh, run this charity with your sister, am I saying it right? My sister, she um, no longer is uh, involved in the charity as much as what um, she once was um, with her own career and um, the two children. Um, um, it just 
you know, she had to prioritise her self-care. And I, I was at a time in my life where um, I had more available time that I could focus on this. And um, my sister, we, every year we do, we have a community Christmas Day dinner in Castle on Christmas Day where we um, have people from all throughout Northern Ireland come in, come down to Castle and we celebrate Christmas Day with them. Last, this Christmas past was our sixth year doing that and we've fed about 800 people. It's just, just amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah, so every year, roughly around 100 and they come along and then we deliver dinners out. We lift people from Bangor, Belfast, you know, all over. And... Um, that's just amazing thing. It's just it looks every the last six years I've had my Christmas well, yeah, the last six years I've had my Christmas Day dinner sitting beside a stranger. The last six years. It's the most beautiful yeah. thing I it's, can imagine. It's really special. it's something that we're really proud of. My nephew who is ten for the last six years, he sat beside a stranger and had just Christmas that is dinner. So, beautiful. so that's all he knows. He knows just giving and how the importance of that as a child that's really good and then there's other children you know now my child goes and my sister's child and my younger sister's child and and and, and um my 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 sister um my eldest sister Rosaline, like her young girl who is two and a half now it's all she is known at christmas day and then we do our family thing you know and we meet after it or go to my sister's before it but it's really really cool and and we do that with another um with another two other groups and um, a guy, real special guy, who, who myself and him came together and, and sort of um, brainstormed the idea um, seven, year, seven years ago. Um, and um, the guy Felix in the coffee dock in Catswell and his wife's in Veronica, and then some other the chefs at the moment are, and uh, sort of and, and another business in Newcastle helped us get started as well as Vanilla. And then the docks um, in Newcastle here took over from them. They've been with us for quite a few years and they're amazing. Give up the Christmas Day and do, the, do this. You know, it's really cool. But my sister, in regards to the question, it was her. She um, she does, apart from the, the, the chefs, that she would do all the organising for the event. And um, she caught, so she would have a list of people that attend. So she would recall them, you know, and organise lists and organise. So it's a massive amount of work that she does. Um, so that's her thing nearly you know, that's her thing every that year sounds she looks like out. a lot of work but oh my god that that is such a beautiful thing to do it is it's brilliant yeah it's yeah it's really really good um it's something that um like it came out of an idea we were talking myself and felix were talking one day and he was saying that about his family that every christmas my mum and dad would have made extra dinner and um, there was this family lived beside us. The the a husband and wife and two boys, but the wife died, and um, so we would have took dinner over to her and give dinner. And me and Felix were just chatting. And he says, "You know what? We do the same. There's a family up beside us." And then we sort of thought, like, who else out there would be in that position? And um, we said, "Let's find out." So find out, and there's loads of people in that position, and. Um, that's something yeah we've been doing every year and it's just amazing. Um, at the time when you're like, oh my god, we're gonna to have to start organising this again. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but I, completely hold my hands up. I, I don't have to do as much as what I had in in regards to that event. It was my sister and then Felix and and, and Mor- Felix and Ronigan, Morgan and Morgan and um Caroline um do all the cooking. My sister then she organised everything else. So she's just. She's going to have to be cooking for weeks before. <laughs> I know they're 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 pretty and um, they're they're pre- pretty special people to give up their time for that you know and it's a lot of you know it's Christmas it's Christmas Day like yeah. and 
you know, um, but it's it's what for us it's what Christmas actually is, you know, to be giving, you know, and um, I just I think of the children that that know nothing but that, and my 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 sister's kids and our kids and. You know, as other people take the like Tanith, um, Tanith, our lead counselor, her wee girl was there playing a tin whistle this year, so it was really cool, you know, and, and a wee girl to understand this is Christmas. That is such a beautiful thing to teach kids, and such a beautiful way to to teach kids. What, what, yeah, it's uh, What giving is all about because yeah. it's not all about buying expensive stuff. It, it's no, it's not spending time with people and spending time. It's really beautiful. But you know you you you're doing all this and but you you do have a business you do have mm-hmm. a full time full time job aside of this charity and all this, um, logistics and practicalities mm-hmm. of running a charity. So and you're a small charity as well. So you you don't receive any regular government funding or anything. So, take me through how this works because mm-hmm. a lot of people out there. And especially in recent years, there's been a lot of hoo-ha about, you know, all these big charities having, having top CEOs mm-hmm. who receive six-figure salaries, which to me, I know it's a lot of work, but it's quite outrageous to mm-hmm. me. I think if, if, you, if you're there to do charitable work, I mean, getting a six-figure salary is to be making a profit, not running a charity. But um, you guys give up so much time to do all this for nothing, just literally for, for the goodness of the community and for to satisfy your own soul and mm. that's just beautiful. And you really are a small charity and you have a full time work. So logistically how does all this work? Because you have a few employees now yeah. and, and, and you're growing, but how how much time what what is your role um mm. personally and, and um how much staff do you have and and how does it actually work? Where do you guys receive funding? Mm. Because the amount of work you're doing for the community it all costs a lot of money. Yeah. And and so you have to rely on, on funding, but where does it all come from? Uh, our run costs are approximately between ten and twelve thousand pounds a month. So they are um and we don't receive any government funding. I think we've got maybe £750 of the council within the last sort of 12 months for a project that we ran. We could spend £750 this morning, you know. Um, so we would apply for, like, there is um fund, like, tr- huge trusts or foundations that would award charities money that, um, say, are running, like, a cycling project that we have or like our courses we've received funding from but the problem is that there's very few places that actually will give you money for core costs for salary for rent for heating that you know heating electric and things like that so we are trying to to um um really see what organizations out there do do that do offer and there is some you know it's very hard to get but then the bulk of it is is like we have a full-time fundraising manager who his job is to fundraise and interact with people like yourselves and, and um, different groups, street collections, pub quizzes, skydives, marathons, all of that stuff. It's just constant, you know, for us. And it's just just ongoing always, you know. So most of our money to cover those, the rent and rates and salaries and stuff come from there. And um, yeah, I just, myself, I just make the time. Um, like I do a lot of evenings, I suppose, you know, and... and um, 
a lot of it would be unsociable hours, you know, um, but I have to be mindful of my family. I don't want to be, you know, running around trying to help other people where my child just needs me to be with her, you know, or my wife just needs me to be there with them. So mindful of that, you know, too, because um, I find it very easy, like I love doing this, very, very easy going, you know, all over the country and doing this, you know, um, but... You just make it work. I would eventually, would hopefully within the not too distant future, I'll be. I do full time within the charity, almost 35, 40 hours a week, you know. So we hopefully, if we can get a, a funder, you know, will allow me to have some sort of salary, uh, get my expenses covered for the first time in in um, almost ten years. I get my expenses covered now, from like in Down Patrick, for instance, you know that sort of thing that. Which is right, you know, which which helps, but I probably do be 30, 40, 40 hours a week, like so. If hopefully not on top of your your own business. Yeah, yeah. That is crazy. So like you, you, so you're working pretty much. There's a lot going on. Um, there's a lot going. It's a lot of evening. You know, there's a lot of evening stuff. You know, if I went to do talk for an hour, it's an hour there, an hour back, and an hour in between, sort of thing. Um, where my family and and uh, and friends would joke joke with me that there's not an hour of work in me, you know that sort of way, and it's funny. I don't look at this as not work for me. I love it, like um, like think about um, you know if Siva spent two hours a day on Facebook, you know yeah. that's you know seven days, fourteen hours, and not alone. How much time do we spend watching TV? Um, so it's just. Um, and a couple of great people that work with you know work in our business um, um, we have, we have two great girls and, and my wife's off maternity leave at the moment but you always get enough to get by and I just want to um, I love doing this is what I love the charity work is what I love I love our business too um, but it's just getting the balance is important Some, sometimes one takes a back seat you know and, and if that happens too often there's consequence to that but if anyone's out, anyone out there is thinking about starting a charity, I would suppose my suggestion would be, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, if they are, I'm open to talking to anybody and giving sort of any pointers. Um, but I again, I play a small part in this. There is our you know our staff that are here every day. Just are phenomenal. You know, just keep top of things. Um and um, they're great. Do you notice that it makes a lot of difference having a fundraising manager on board because you didn't have one for a long time? Because yeah. Damien only started, is it last year? Damien only started last year, yeah, that's something that I was doing as well, a lot of that. Um, I suppose, um, so Damien, like, would do a lot of legwork, you know, and, and a lot of his work can be very unsociable. Ours as well, like street collections on a Saturday or pub quiz on a Saturday night and things like that that he would have to attend. So for me, that's been brilliant that I could delegate that, you know, and um, say Jill takes, um, like, special people that do things for us. Like Jill's husband um, has his own business, he does um like graphic designs for us now like he does that off his own back you know and and um you know it's but you know he does his bit for charity and that helps him you know you know we do it for ourselves first i do this for me this helps me, me feel good with me you know and um and then allows me to help other people because I'm, I'm not getting anything out of it it would it would burn out you know so there's loads of different things and i say our committee and then 
you know, the community that support us, you know, the people that donate to us, people that believe in us, you know, that keeps us going, you know, like walking down the street and that woman coming and saying to me, you know, one of our counsellors, Nicola, like, that's just, it's all the money I need. <laughs> it's class. <laughs> God, you, you, you are such an amazing person. I, um, yeah, God, you have so much to give. This is amazing. Like, if, if anybody is the, the perfect person to run a charity and to give and to teach, it's definitely you. Like, the amount of stuff that I learned from you, and, and we were talking, what, an hour and a half, and I've learned so much from you that uh, will definitely help me, and, and I will re repeatedly reflect that. Um, but tell me this, well actually one more thing with regards to the, the, the practicalities of charity. Uh, like any art and charity you are very transparent and people can find um, about the the committee and, and the yeah. members and yeah. the, I think you have accounts online somewhere. Yeah, we, yeah we are um, we are a registered charity um, and um, the governing body to this has the charities as about to say the, the name has left me but the charity commissions for Northern Ireland so we are a registered charity so everything that we do is you know yeah I, th I think if anybody wants to look up yeah, um, the information commission. you can on, oh, yeah, on that yeah, yeah. you can on that website yeah um, so that leaves just one last thing and we did talk about this already mm -hmm. um we touched on on uh, the overall health that healthy mind and healthy body yeah. it's, it's it's all one unit yeah. and uh, so that kind of in in um, that includes uh, lifestyle and good eating habits yeah. and, I, and you know I, I ask that every single one of my guests yeah what are your eating habits how do you keep your body and therefore your mind healthy what what, what is your diet well I just Pretty much drink coffee all of the time. <laughs> that's all very healthy. Okay, that's not a good start. No, um so the first thing in the morning would be either a glass of water. Um and I I also um have a shake every morning. So predominantly vegetables. Okay. And um so these are things that I I have a checklist of everything that I uh, the main things that I want to focus on, on a weekly basis. Okay. So um I can actually Read them if you want me to. Yeah. So this is my, I would recommend everybody to buy one of these journals. There's, I don't sell them, so I'm not looking to get it. <laughs> they're, they're, called, they're called Best Self Journal. Okay, so you go on the bestself.co.uk um, or it's either bestself.com forward slash UK because they're from America. And okay. A friend ordered one off the American site that cost them an arm and a leg, but you can get them up at the UK <laughs> store. They'll be thirty pound, and they're thirteen. They're a thirteen week journal. Okay. This is an amazing, uh, friend, uh, an amazing friend of ours give Tanya these. Tanya himself and um, one of these each quite some time ago, and um, it's never away from me. So it just helps me. Um, it's a thirteen week, um goal setting journal so it really i've done loads try to do loads of goal setting and things like that over my life and like most things i didn't stick at it but this is just like a roadmap to help us we must know where we want to go within our lives or we must have an idea where we would like to go Um. so this helps me go there i suppose and keeps me on track so my wife and i do this together and it helps us like for instance i i some of the things i'd write down every day would be big smiles Okay. If we smile, it changes everything, you know. Um, big smiles. Be kind with my words. Okay. Be kind with how I talk with other people. Tell Tanya how beautiful she looks today. 
wee things like that where we people can say, okay, we should be doing that anyway, but we don't. You know, these are wee things like I practice every day. I write three things in the morning that I'm grateful for. So this morning was um, my beautiful girls was it was, um, my business, and um, I'll actually tell you what the third one was, and all the opportunities in my life. You know, um, so these different things I write down different things I'm grateful for every day, but um, simple things like be kind, be kind with my words, be kind how I speak with other people, um, laugh often, big smiles, you know really enjoy today you know today is about enjoying it and are you having fun I, I always ask myself a question are you having fun and um, so my I write them down five weekly habit five weekly activities habits and um, so this week is exercise so my target is to exercise three times this week now I'm coming from somebody that would have exercised five or six times but at the moment it is um, three times and also to stretch an evening like a little bit of yoga and things like that there so today is wednesday and i've i've done two out of three already and um shakes my nutribullet in the morning and um, predominantly um carrots um an apple and a huge chunk of ginger oh you're my kind yeah, of guy <laughs> completely blows the head here but uh, yeah the ginger um and educate myself so either educate myself something that inspires me um, um, uh, learn something you know new about something or try to understand somebody else's point of view on something um, so I have five days I want to do that I want to listen to something it could be something for two minutes it could be something for an hour it could be something for whatever period of time or some of the things I've listened to could go on for three hours but I'll break them up over a period of few days I'm listening to a couple of audiobooks at the moment so whatever that would be to educate myself out of seven days I want to do that five so um, uh, get out into nature and go for a walk could be a beautiful part of the world down here on the beach or in the park or whatever I want to do it two days this week and um, my journal write in my journal for six days okay um, and, um, and, um, and then every day when I do something I take it off take it off tick 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 um, and that just keeps me keeps me on track you know and um it's, I need one of yeah, those. Yeah, they're brilliant. You know, they're just really happy, really useful. And then, like down the, like there's like my to do to do list today. My appointments yesterday. Things I'm grateful for. Be productive. Be kind. Laugh. And uh, be mindful of my words. This is yesterday. Um and um, ask myself why? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing what I do? And and yeah. Um, it's such a satisfying feeling for me when I take off something from uh, my to-do list that tick, I've tick, done it. Tick. There's so much satisfaction <laughs> and even there's so much in regards actually writing it down on paper is a big thing, you know, writing it down on paper, you know, coming away from the device for a wee bit of time and yeah. writing it down on paper. Do you know, I never really liked keeping stuff on a computer. Like people think I'm old school, but I just like, like, I, and I'm, and I'm crazy mm -hmm. recycler. Mm -hmm. So if I print off something and I no longer need the printout or I print yeah. something wrong, I just use the back of the paper and okay. I cut it in smaller like A5 pieces and I have like a stack <laughs> of um, reusable paper on my desk and I use that so oh. I don't have a diary, I just have Brilliant. pieces of paper slying <laughs> around my table with like to-do lists <laughs> and things that I want to do and like different lists and then I just take, take, take and cross over stuff that's done and it's just such a great feeling and, the, and then the best feeling is when, when the whole page 
is picked off and I just put it through the shredder. Uh, Done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is satisfaction in that. <laughs> it is a bit crazy OCD. But um, that sounds like a really good, healthy yeah, morning routine. Yeah, it's good. It's a tool. Self-care. You know. Self-care. <laughs> Absolutely. That's All the way. First. first. Now tell me this, you mentioned vegetable smoothies. Mm. I, I love those. I love vegetable smoothies. Do you have a favourite vegetable? Do I have a favourite vegetable? Um, I like, um, I suppose, maybe butternut squash has to be up there. In regards to soup, I like butternut squash and soup. Um, I like, do like potatoes, both. Um, um, sweet potato, obviously. Like, who doesn't like sweet potatoes? I like um, spinach and rocket and, you know, things like that. But predominantly in when I'm doing, um, like, shakes, it probably... Normally it's either spinach. I try to. I don't try to cram loads of different things in. You know, just like carrots, apples, and ginger, or it would be spinach. Always nearly have ginger all the time on an apple. Um and um, but predominantly it's vegetables. My wife's my wife's really cook and, and we share that. We don't. Uh, she doesn't do any more cooking than I do. We sort of try to share everything. Um, but she's a better cook than me. So she has <laughs> have to say she's a better cook than me. Well, at least you're not ashamed to admit no, it. No, no. <laughs> and uh, do you have a favorite recipe that you could share with our listeners? Yeah, she has. We have, the, we have. We have. Yeah, this thing where, in regards, I make. Uh, I blow myself up. I make brilliant soups. Okay, and the key to my soups is that I put no thought into it. <laughs> right. So it is a running joke with us. Like uh, Tanya would put loads of and her soups are lovely, but. Always like she loves your soups are always better than me, better than mine. So I try to keep it very minimal. Um, I try to stick to like for instance, I had one the other day with just uh, butternut squash and carrots, some garlic, and um, a tin of um, coconut milk, and that was it. Oh so my there. god, you're like me, and I usually do you know, I do have like like I do have set soup recipes, but very often I just see what's in the fridge and yeah. make soups from leftovers. So yeah. I actually made last week one with butternut squash, carrots coconut milk and I think we have a little piece of ginger left so I just yeah. chucked it in because it needed to be used. Class. I love I love coconut milk. I think it adds such a dimension to a soup. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I love, uh, yeah, that, I, I do really enjoy making soups because they're so simple. Uh, it can be so simple, I suppose, you know, but... Do you use your Nutrivolate to make those? No, I don't actually. Um, I um, just, I would just put it in a big pot, put it all in together Everything at the once nearly, you chop it up and everything at the once and just put the lid on, let it simmer, and then it just blitz it up. So at the end, that's great. Beautiful is brilliant, it's very handy. Yeah, yeah. I know, you know, because I usually, I just chop it all up, steam it, and just chuck it in the nutritional, yes. blend it, and then put it all in the pot and let it lift yeah. in the fridge. And it usually doesn't last very long no. because we usually eat it very quickly. Brilliant, brilliant. But yeah, so what is it? Was it just... Those three, four Yeah, three I, I just find, I, I, we have a, like a running joke in our house with my soups. I don't, because Tanya would be very, you know, she's great with her spices and things like that, where I my struggle with some spices, like to understand what that actually tastes, you, you know, or how that combination would work. So sort of always just winged it. And <laughs> it's always worked out in regards to soups. So carrots, butternut squash, and um, a tin of coconut milk, garlic, and some salt and pepper that's it and it's your lunch well for us then we probably make it's our lunches for a few days do you it. use the full butternut squash mm-hmm. okay yeah skin or not okay I, I, I take out the seeds okay do you would you put do, the you, use, do you use the skin yes 
do you know this is not the first time I heard it and I never tried it I always yeah. peel it I have to try this well, I used to always peel it and then Tanya seen I think it was maybe Jimmy Oliver putting it all in together yeah. and I was like that doesn't sound right so obviously why shouldn't put it in it's, it's brilliant it's just it's handy yeah. it's easier to I have to. to try this I have to well it is definitely easier yeah. I have to try it now I always deceive it and then and, and the peel the skin off I have to try it. That does make it a lot easier. I actually heard somebody saying that if you have organic garlic or organic onion and you're blitzing it, you don't need to peel it either. Right, Saves okay. a lot of time. Okay. I'm yeah. yet to try it. I haven't. Uh -huh. That's a really good recipe, actually. Thank you very much. And uh, that leaves the very, very last thing. Would you be able to tell our listeners if they either themselves or if they know somebody in Northern Ireland and especially in the Newcastle area who, who would... Uh, benefit from uh, the charity's help. How can they get in touch uh, yeah. with my life? Well, they can either contact us. Um, there's a couple of ways. They can contact us through our Facebook page, which is and mind your mate and yourself, or they can call our office in any time between half nine in the morning to four thirty p.m. Monday to Thursday. We're closed Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, and um, our number is uh, 02 at four three seven two seven five four nine. You can call the office or you can email us at hello at mymy.org.uk. Okay. So three, three, those three ways. And just say, look. So ideally we want people that are, you know, at what point should somebody contact us? At the point of them feeling a little anxious or a little low. Don't let it get out of control. If you come to us at that stage, we can help support you through that much quickly, much more quickly than when life gets out of control. And if somebody's uh, anxious, because I know from my own experience, I I um, I did um, um, experience getting counselling, and mm -hmm. it's I, I it's an amazing help. But I do remember feeling very anxious. The initial contact for yeah. me that was a big step to actually not just make the phone call and book the appointment. Yeah. Actually, go to that mm -hmm. appointment was. Um, it just made me feel very anxious and I could only relax after I experienced the yeah. initial first session. So if somebody's feeling a bit reluctant, um, could you tell me what they can expect, how that works yeah. after the initial contact? It's like what I said about going to the gym. You know, it's it's not actually the workout itself. It's getting there is what the, the most tricky part is, I suppose. Um, so anybody that makes their way to me that's in a low place themselves I'm not a counsellor okay anyone makes their way to me nearly everybody doesn't want to go to counselling but after I help them understand what counselling actually is nearly everyone goes in counselling is just a way of helping us make sense of what is going on within our head and within our body and it's an amazing thing I've done quite a lot of it over the years myself and something that I will more than likely continue to do it's something really special special you know and it helps when when we really commit to it it turns our life right on its head and we start to go the direction that we were supposed to do we're supposed to live in a state of joy and happiness and, and, and wellness and excitement in this in this world i believe and yes there is there challenges coming along but you'll be able to cope with them you'll have your down days but there'll be a lot less than what there were you know so for me the big thing was my bad days are much, much less than what they used to be. Counseling will help you get to the stage where you can explore other things. So the sooner you start it, the sooner you give it a go, the sooner your life can be what you dreamt for yourself. 
So if people call here and can they just book an appointment with yeah. the counsellor or mm -hmm. do they have initial over phone consultation yeah. or are they invited to come in for a chat beforehand? Yeah, so we'll have an assessment. So you'll, you'll either, um, one of our counsellors will phone the office, Jill will take your details and then one of our counsellors will call you back and um, you will set up a, a consultation um, and just go through a few things. What we expect, it's a commitment from you and you know, you know, you know and us. Um, like if you don't turn up, we don't slap your wrist or anything. You know, it's 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 everything's quite light, but it helps you understand what you can expect from us and what we expect from you. Um, and it's really good. And then after that, um, you'll get a start date when um our sessions start. So you'll come in here. You'll see it's quite a homely place as you can as you can probably see and agree yourself. And it's it's just after the first time you'll say to yourself, you'll be kicking yourself and saying, why did I not do this years ago? And I do highly recommend, guys, anybody, if you know anyone who needs help and who would benefit, or if yourself could benefit from a bit of counselling and a little support, I do recommend. And as Ray said, you walk in and it feels like home. It's really welcoming, friendly, homely environment, and it will make you feel at ease, so do not hesitate to reach out. Brilliant. And, um, before we say our goodbyes, I brought you a couple of things. Okay. Well, first of all, you said you like sweet potatoes. Uh, That's really handy. I brought you a sweet <laughs> potato pie. <laughs> and I love sweet things. Oh, yeah. So uh, that's a really healthy sweet potato pie. It should right. be defrosted now. Okay. It's kind of fresh in the freezer. Uh, another thing I brought, and that's you so kindly carried it out of my car. I brought you a um, box with 50 of my books that I am Brilliant. giving you to do whatever you feel Brilliant. appropriate. Brilliant. If you want to leave it here to give to whoever's in need, um, in an idea Brilliant. of how to start eating a bit more healthily, you're welcome to do so. Brilliant. If you want to reward some of your um, lovely volunteers and give that give them a book as a gift you can do so if you brilliant. want to reward your staff do as you okay it. brilliant this totally is brilliant that was unexpected and i do have one especially for you oh right okay that is for you to keep and okay thank you very much for your beautiful chat it's been an absolute pleasure I'm glad you enjoyed it and i loved it myself thank you so much <laughs> thank you as we mentioned, Mai Mai is a registered charity and they are completely transparent. Anyone who would like to look at Mai Mai's annual reports, accounts or other documents can do so at www.charitycommissionni.org.uk where you can search for Mind Your Mate and Yourself and you will get onto a page with four tabs. Overview, Documents, people and operations. It is the document tab where you can find and download charity accounts, trustee annual report or an independent examiner's report for the past two years. If you feel like you're struggle a little in your life and could benefit from counseling and support, you can call my my on 028 4372 7549 or send an email to hello at mymy.org.uk. The offices are open Monday to Thursday, 9.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. And as Ray said, please don't let your life spin out of control because the sooner you ask for help, the better. 
There is honestly nothing to be afraid or ashamed of. We all struggle sometimes and there is no shame in getting a helping hand when we need it. I did it, Ray did it, and you know, I'm sure I'll do it again. Going to a counselor is actually a nice experience when you decide to open up. And once you get comfortable with the idea, then you'll end up looking forward to every session. And when you're done, you will honestly feel like a different person. There are so many ways to support your well-being and getting counseling is just one option, which can jumpstart a new, better you and open up more options, how to make your life better, how to make yourself the person you really want to be. And, you know, it's, as I said, we all need it sometimes. Ask for help. Don't struggle on your own. There are also other ways to support your health, something that you can do easily from your home, and that is by nourishing your body with healthy and tasty fresh food. And Ray's lovely soup recipe is definitely a meal that ticks all those boxes. It's really easy and quick to make. If you weren't quick enough to write it down, remember that you can find it along with all our recipes that we've shared to date, on our Facebook group page. It's in the file section and you can download it in a PDF format. And if you're not on Facebook, you can also find them as individual posts on our Instagram. If you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to leave a comment on either SoundCloud or a review on iTunes. I know that those reviews and stars may seem unimportant to you, but for content creators, they really are crucial because they push our content up the ladder and make it more available to those who don't know us yet and who may benefit from the content of this podcast. And that's it for this time. Have a lovely couple of weeks. Take care of yourself. Go make some simple and nutritious lunch. And most importantly, stay healthy. Until next time. Bye. As every week, your host is myself, Susanna from The Sweet Spot, music by Mark J. Adair and artwork by Gemma O'Hagan. Thank you for listening. <laughs>